Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Common Heathens. If you'd like to know more about us, you can hit us up on Twitter, Instagram or Facebook or you can email us, info at commonheathens.com. And now, the next episode of Common Heathens. Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Welcome to Common Heathens episode 41. Uh, I am one of your co-hosts, Mr. Oz Atheist. The other co-host in Canada is Godless Mum. Hello. Hi. Now, I will inform you all that Godless Mum is rather ill today. <laughs> um, she's been sniffling in my ear holes <laughs> <laughs> since oh, we were we organising to get on. And, uh, yeah, she's, oh. she's not a not a well camper at the moment. No. So... We're pointing that out, one, because you're going to hear her sniffling and she's a bit blocked up and stuff. But also to explain that when we've been away these last few weeks, it's not because we just haven't been bothered, um, but we have had things on. And as you know, if you're a regular watchers of our live video podcasty thing, we, we uh, due to our time zones and work commitments and stuff, we do not have a lot of time. Uh, to be able to do this like there's only a brief window um, so if one of us is unavailable during that window it does mean unfortunately yet another week that we can't do it but today I am here fit and healthy godless mum is here not fit not healthy well kind of fit mm -hmm. at least but not <laughs> no, well not, not fit. <laughs> I don't think I've been fit since I was 10 <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've been fit <laughs> so anyway tell us what what have you been up to what's going on um well my oh everybody all our extended family came to visit so that's why i haven't been able to podcast the last couple of weeks last week was my in-laws were here and mm -hmm. the week before that my brother and my new niece were here mm -hmm. Yes. I know she's so cute, and um, and then I believe the week before that, I I'm not I don't know if I'm calculating properly, but that was your birthday, or or the week before that one was your birthday. Yes, yeah, so, but in there somewhere was my mom's birthday too, and yep. yeah, it's just been hectic. Yeah, so one of them was my birthday, and also um, well, m my daughter's birthday is just a few days after mine, and. Then it, her party was on the Saturday night, her twenty first, which is a, a big one here. So I thought there is no way I'm going to my daughter's twenty first and then getting up bright and early to do a podcast. So yeah. I would be too bleary eyed and probably a bit under the weather. So I, I cancelled that one in advance. Yeah. Yes, but apart yeah, that from was that, similar to. Go, sorry. Go. No, you go. You go. <laughs> Yeah, that's similar to me because like we were like it seemed like every Friday or Saturday we were cleaning up just for somebody else yeah. to come and visit yeah. us. So and my brother was here for two weeks. So that took up two of the weekends there and oh, um, okay. yeah. but it was awesome because I haven't seen him since not this past January, but the January before that in Toronto wow. and that was only we only saw him Toronto. for two meals, yeah. So okay. So where does he live? He lives in Mallorca, Spain. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. He gets around. He's moving back to Mexico, but um, there's a there's a big problem in, in the Mayan Riviera right now with this, like, seaweed. I forget what it's called, but it's, like, this specific type of seaweed that's 
washing in to the beach and it's like even before I left it started happening and um, it would creep up onto the beach and now it's just the whole beach is covered with it and they have to go out oh. there and rake in front of the resorts every day in order to still sell hotel rooms and stuff yeah and oh. now apparently it's like 30 feet out into the water now and you can't oh, even swim geez. and it's like this wow. brown it looks almost like um I don't know it looks like reddish like a reddish but it almost looks like blood but it's Ooh. and it's supposedly letting off these toxic fumes and stuff like that so oh, Jesus. Uh, yeah i don't know <laughs> if he's gonna be staying there so yeah there's been talk that he might come in and stay here for a little bit which would be cool mm -hmm. that would be mm -hmm. cool yeah yes. uh yeah so if you want to support this uh, little podcast you can on patreon uh, patreon.com slash common heathens uh, you can follow our facebook page which is pretty much run by godless mum I, I do very little uh at facebook.com slash common heathens you can follow me on twitter at mr os atheist i didn't say that at all well and you can follow <laughs> godless mum at godless underscore mom and um on instagram godless mom Mm -hmm. That's about everything, I think, housekeeping style. So today's yeah. episode, we're going to talk about what we've learnt, um, how we've grown and sort of changes um, we've made or we've realised or um, whatever during our time being vocal atheists. Uh-huh. <clears throat> and... For for me, one one thing I'm going to bring up first, because just so I don't forget to bring it up, it's I I sort of I guess I've learned I've been surprised at how rare it is to find people who will answer genuine questions, um, conversationally, like because mm -hmm. there's been a couple of things that have come up which are things that apparently. Like everyone knows or everyone in this particular group knows, and I haven't, and I've genuinely asked for an explanation and just received ridicule and, and, and mocking and stuff. And, you know, I get that the, the reason I don't know is my own ignorance, like that's what it means, but sometimes I think you, you, you ask a question and because it's obvious to the other person that they're, they're mad at you for not knowing. Yeah. So the first one I remember was a photo of um, several, um, I think they're Sikhs with the turbans on their head, and they all had uh, black bushy beards and black moustaches and sort of a, you know, a, a dark brown, not, not black, but a brown skin, right? And they were all huddled in a little group. And they all bore a, a resemblance to an English cricketer who was playing at the time called Monty Panesar. And as Cricket Australia tweeted the photo and said, will the real Monty Panesar please stand up? And there was outcry. And I'm going, I don't understand. Like, they kind of look like him, so they're... But it took a lot of people and, you know, people just got angry at me. And, and I said, but if we did this for one of the other cricketers... Is that racist then? And, he, and the, I remember the guy said, I'm not going to sit here and waddle through your straw men arguments. I'm going, no, I don't know. I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> but then someone actually took the time to explain. And once I knew it was obvious, I, you know, just didn't think that 
they were trying like the the thing implied that all brown people look the same and that was offensive and i get that but no one like for a long time took the time to explain to me (laughs) what it meant and you know it's my own ignorance but it's not my fault i didn't understand you know yeah, well, and, not only that, at, if you're showing interest in learning, then, mm-hmm. like, shouldn't they be supportive of that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But then, yeah, one one person um, actually took the time to explain and went, oh, yeah, that makes perfect sense and yeah. felt, you know, a little embarrassed that I couldn't work that out for myself. But I just didn't know. And the, yeah. the second one Oh, that was, reminds me of that. Yep. Sorry, go ahead. No, you go. That, that reminded me of that time that I wrote about um, Tommy Robinson. Oh, like I had, oh never, my God. I had never heard of him before. I legit yeah. did not know who he was. And mm-hmm. when I saw the interview that he did on on uh, the Ruben Report back yeah. before, I don't watch the Ruben Report anymore. He's just yeah, he's, he's lost quite a bit. Yeah, I don't know what's wrong with him. But anyways, when I did, <laughs> I watched this interview. And I thought it was really interesting. And I had no idea who this guy was. And this was literally my first introduction to him. And I wrote a tweet. I just wrote a tweet. It wasn't like I wrote a whole post about it without educating myself about who this guy was. It was just a tweet. I said, that was an interesting interview. Yeah, (laughs) I I remember this so well. People blew up at me like, oh, my God, I can't believe you like Tommy Robinson. I'm like, wait, I didn't say I liked him. I said I I found the interview interesting. And so I started asking people, like, what's the big deal? Like, what's this guy about? Why should I hate him? Tell me why I should hate him, right? Like, I'm not just going to hate him because you tell me to hate him. Like, tell me why I should hate him. Give me some examples. And they would just freak out at me and nobody would explain it to me nobody would give me like references to actual things that happened and i just i don't understand i remember it was a lot of well if you don't know i'm not going to tell you and yeah yeah and that your your tweet that was an interesting interview got the reaction as if you had said all right I'm leaving vocal atheism to join the KKK, the Westboro Baptist Church, and the Third Reich. Like, had you said that, the reaction would have been justified. Oh my God, that was insane. I know, it was so funny. And then then you were like, yeah, I remember people telling you like he was an Islamophobe and Muslim bigot and stuff, and you were asking for examples, and then they'd get mad at you for not already. Knowing as though your responsibility to have heard of everyone ever mentioned. I know, I'm that, and I'm a Canadian, like, he's this big figure in the UK, and I don't like, you know, I've taken some interest in learning a bit about Brexit and stuff like that, but before that, I was not like at all in tune with UK politics, like, in any way, shape, or form. And yeah. I had no idea who this guy was. And I was just like, I, I'm just floored. At the f- and, and you know what the thing is? The, the thing is, now I know why people don't like him. Now I know why I'm supposed to hate him and all that stuff. I understand all of those things now. Yes. But I still would have found that interview interesting because, yeah. you know, kind of in the same way that you might find an interview with Hitler interesting. It's not because I support Hitler. It's because, 
Like, what the fuck goes on in a brain that dark, right? Yeah. Like, that's got to be interesting. It's the same reason why we watch, we all watch the fucking Bundy tapes, right? Like, yeah, that's what I was just going to bring <laughs> up. I, yeah, watched it recently, and fuck, it was interesting. Yeah. Of course it was interesting. Yeah. You know, if it, if it was someone getting, getting on Netflix and, and talking about, you know, counting the, the stones in their driveway or something, probably wouldn't find that interesting. Not going to get angry about it, but yeah. you know, possibly the 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 most prolific serial killer in the U U.S. history, talking about what he did and and, and things like that. It, it's interesting. I mean, like you said, we don't support it. Doesn't mean we like it. So, yeah, yeah big overreaction to that. I remember remember it well. <laughs> I remember talking to you about it in DM and just going, what the fuck, what is going on here? I know. It was weird. It was and weird. That's, like, the number one thing that, that, um, that like, really bothers me now. This is, like, one of the biggest things that I've learned since doing all this stuff is the fact that we are in this culture now where if somebody says something wrong and somebody does something wrong, they're cancelled right and it's yeah. like cancelled culture they're cancelled and we can't nobody can touch them nobody can go near them or you're tainted too and yeah. and even when they show signs of wanting to be educated and wanting to broaden their horizons and understand why what they did was wrong even when they want to apologize and grow we're still supposed to hold this grudge against them and i don't yeah. understand that because like progress is helping people change and yes. that should be yeah, the if you don't want to change yeah exactly it's like a culture of no redemption and, and no forgiveness it's like yeah. do something wrong once and you're a bad guy forever yeah and that's not how the real world world works at all it's like everybody's forgotten how much we all love that movie american history x right like yeah. The change that Edward Norton character Edward Norton's character went through in that movie mm. was what made that movie. And yes. that's what we cheered for. That's why we all loved it. And these are the changes that we should be applauding. We should be noticing yeah. them and applauding them. And yeah. like obviously and the, there are people out there who are just terrible, terrible, awful people, and maybe they'll never change, but you you've got to be able to recognize when they do. Yes, agreed. And that's why Game of Thrones spoiler alert. Uh, turn your volume down now. That's why we we all cried when Theon died. Because you know he went from awesome to horrible to pitiful to a hero. So, yeah. and you know, great great change, great development. Yeah. Um, the other example I wanted to bring up was, um, I think it was American Atheists, but it was an atheist group in America, um, ran a billboard campaign against um, the, the, the binds and the chains that religion has on people by having um, the picture of a um, black person with a metal collar around their neck and um, spikes coming out of it and a, and a chain. And it was, I can't remember the wording, but the gist was unchain yourself from religion or something along those lines. And unlike the, the Monty Panasar one, I did recognise that that was a bit 
confronting and, you know, I, I wasn't, like, I probably would never have used that image myself. No. But there was, again, uproar. And I tried to find out what the, the core of the issue was. And again, people by and large weren't interested in answering the question. They just wanted to be mad at me for not knowing. And then I saw this one um, black American lady mention it. And there was just something in her wording, like something in how she said it that I thought, you know what, I'm going to ask her. Like whatever it was, something in her triggered something in me and I said, you're the person. So I, I said to her, look, can you just explain to me um, because I, I'm completely removed from this picture, like it has no personal reference to me whatsoever. You know, it's a photo from so many years ago. What, why is it so hurtful to you? And she basically explained that it was a, a billboard-sized reminder of the horrors that her family, her ancestors had gone through, and it was just a, a horrible thing to see every day, to be reminded that that's how, um, yeah, people who were in her, her ancestors were, were treated, and she didn't want to see that. It wasn't, it wasn't nice. And I thought, hey, thank you. Like, now yeah. I get it. And yeah. again, you know, it's possibly something I could have worked out for myself or should have, but I didn't. Yeah. And just because I didn't understand doesn't mean I deserve to be mocked or ridiculed for not understanding yeah. if I'm genuinely trying to find out. Like the opposite side of the coin is when, you know, someone says, well, evolution can't be true because a, a, a tornado doesn't fly through a junkyard and, and put together a 747. And then you try to explain, you know, evolution in a more basic way. And they go, you just hate God. We go, well, all right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you're not genuinely trying to find out. But I think that's the one thing. If someone's genuinely trying to find out information, even if you think it's obvious or no one has any business not knowing, still just take the time to actually explain it because they're trying to learn and trying to learn should never be frowned upon. Well, I think, I think part of the problem is that in this um, quote unquote outrage culture, a lot of the people who are like just so committed to being outraged about whatever they can find to be outraged about. I think a lot of those people are unwilling to learn and unwilling to bend and open their minds and put themselves in other people's shoes. They're so unwilling to do that that they think that we're all that way, right? Yeah. And and we're just not. We're like lots of us are out there wanting to learn. And like when my when my brother was here, this is actually what gave me the idea for this topic. He asked me, he said, what like, what's your stance on religion? Has it changed at all? Because, like, reading your blog, you seem a lot more tolerant. And I didn't, I, I can't remember what I told them in the moment, but since then I've thought about it more. And the things that have changed for me are that, well, the first thing that changed for me was that um, I, I got contacted by Mubarak, who mm. was locked up and and like just like he was in prison drugged and beaten for being an atheist and it like up until that point 
it never really sunk in in my head for real that people truly and physically are in danger for mm. you know lacking belief and that became something that was very important to me and like prior to that point if you read all my blog po posts prior to that point my blog posts were all like super silly right like they were yeah. like, they were fun and I loved writing them and I love writing that way where it's just like dry sarcastic humor I yes. love writing that way but it became harder and harder for me to do that and that was the first reason why the second reason why was because of this outrage culture so I will sit down and I'll write like something really really funny and then I'll read through it after and I'll be like I can't post that yeah <laughs> like, I'm just gonna <laughs> Like I am just going to be like tarred and feathered and like, it's just going to be the end of my blog. Yeah. Right. And so the third thing that happened, of course, is that I started writing for Patheos, which has its own like rules and regulations and stuff like that. And yep. I, it, and not, they're not like, there's not a lot of rules, but the thing that I, I noticed is that, the more inclusive you are, the better response you get. Cause that's just the audience there. Right. And, yeah. and so I try not to, you know, use the humor at everybody else's expense all the time, <laughs> yeah. even though it's still there in my head and I yeah. love cracking those jokes. I just, you know, I'm trying to, you know, keep it audience like related to the audience and and those are the things that have changed but um i've also learned and i've said this to you a million times on this podcast i've learned over the years that the more gentle you are with people the more likely they are to hear you and yeah. that's the bottom line <laughs> yeah and it's still a, a lesson <laughs> that I've I find hard to learn. I, I try my yeah. best, but you know I I get a bit frustrated and and, and fed up. Um, Bj Price, one of our big longtime listeners, um, has said Mubarak is doing so well now with speaking engagements and being very active active for secularism. Mm -hmm. And she asked what has sparked this topic. So you might have just missed it, but um, Godless Mum's brother said to said to her. Um, you know, what are your feelings on religion now? Do you still feel the same way? So we thought we'd discuss. And to answer um, that question, it's yes, I do feel the same way. I feel it's just as dangerous and bad and I don't like it in any way, shape or form. It's not that I'm more tolerant. It's just that I've found more effective ways to communicate with people who don't share the same opinions as me. Yes. I, I think I'm, I'm probably more frustrated at religion than I than I was like I think initially I just thought it was silly that people would believe it but in in my time as being vocal you find out about more about what people are doing because of religion um and things like I wasn't aware of initially but praying instead of seeking medical attention and and children are dying um yesterday I shared this horrific video of a, a priest dunking a, basically a newborn baby into a, a baptism bowl extremely violently, three times up and down. Yeah. And there is a group of little girls in the background 
and they all, you know, back away from it. And it's just horrible. And mm -hmm. I said in, in my tweet, I said, if this were done by a babysitter, they would be charged with abuse. Like, you, you wouldn't be allowed to do it. But you put the it's my religion on it and suddenly it becomes okay. And someone replied, I can't remember who that was, uh, sorry, but someone replied with, let's face it, if someone did this to a cat or a dog, there would be outrage. And yeah. they were right. And that's that's probably where my focus has sort of gone. Rather than just saying initially, you know, religion is wrong and a bit stupid, it's more stop, stop using religion to get away with things you shouldn't otherwise be allowed to get away with. And, yeah. you know, the, the one um, thing I've said a lot, the Catholic Church. If the Catholic Church was a local sporting organisation, it would be outlawed instantly yeah. without question for doing the things that they do. But because yeah. it's a church, they they still to this day get away with it. And so that that's where my sort of feelings are now. I never liked... Well, I grew up religious, but once I became an atheist, I, I didn't like religion. I probably never really liked being religious, but now it's like I, I'm just sick and tired of people using their religion to do things that shouldn't be done and to try and um, impact the lives of others. So as everyone knows, Australia had their marriage equality debate and vote, which was, you know, accepted by over two-thirds, I think it was, and the only opposition to it was religiously based. The yeah. only people arguing against it were re religious people. And it's like, I don't care. It's none of your business. And keep your religion out of it. And um, in the last couple of days, I, I wrote a blog about a, um, a rugby union player here called Israel Falau, and he... Um, is been posting about um, homosexuals are bound for hell unless they repeat or repent. Um, probably not repeat. <laughs> if they repeat, it's probably actually worse in, in Israel's point of view. <laughs> have you ever been with a man? I have. Well, you're going to hell. What if I do it again? Oh, then you're all good. Repeat. Um, <laughs> and so he got found guilty of breaching um, the Rugby Australia um, Code of Conduct and they're probably going to terminate his contract. Um, rugby League, there's a little difference between Rugby Union and Rugby League, but in Victoria um, we follow Australian football, so I don't know too much about them. But anyway, the National Rugby League have said um, they if, if he does lose his his contract with Rugby Australia, that he won't be playing in the, the Rugby League because um, he doesn't meet their inclusive, inclusiveness guidelines. And all his opposition to um, homosexuality is Bible-based. He keeps saying, yeah. you know, you'll, you'll face God, the Bible says. And well, stop. <laughs> like, just... I don't like he can think homosexuality is as bad as he wants to. Like I don't care. But yeah. using his religious beliefs to justify telling people that they're bound for hell, I don't think is acceptable. Yeah. I saw actually, strangely enough, the other day on Facebook, one of my atheist friends posted 
I'm an atheist, but I don't think homosexuality is natural. I was like, oh. okay. Um, then, then what is it? I, I don't know. I don't even, like, how could that person be an atheist? I don't even understand how that person could be an atheist because there's, mm. there's like undeniable evidence in the animal kingdom that it is absolutely yeah. and 100% natural. It happens everywhere in every species. Mm -hmm. And, and, and like, I don't, I don't even understand. So the I just, same as left handedness. I remember learning that, like, you know, some people are gay, some people are left handed, you know, cause it's genetics and evolution. Yeah. It's not design. Yeah. And no one's choosing it. Like, how can it not yeah. be natural? You're not choosing to be a homosexual. You're just yeah. a dude who likes dude or you're a girl who likes girls. It's like, <laughs> like if oh, I want to find I that. I shouldn't kill it when having this conversation. Yeah. Well, yeah like, I, I unfriended him. I just was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spend way too much time on this thread if I, I just unfriended him. I was like, fuck this. Um, yeah. That's my question, though. If it's not natural, then what is it? It can't be supernatural, well, surely, from an atheist. People would say it's a choice, but that's so stupid. It's like, why would anybody choose that, first of all? Like, why would anybody choose to be looked at like that with all that yeah. hate that's out there? You know, why would anybody choose the difficult route, you know, when you're going through puberty? Puberty is hard enough. Yeah. And yeah. to add that part where you got to tell your parents that, you know, you're not what they might have expected. And it's like, I don't see why anybody would choose that. And, yes. and like in a world where there was no bigotry against homosexuals, I could see maybe somebody choosing it because there's no repercussions or anything like that. Yeah, give it but, a shot. Yeah. But in this world with so much hate, I don't know mm. why somebody would choose that. Route. Yeah. And even if they do choose it, it's still natural, right? Like if I yeah. choose to eat pasta for dinner, that's not unnatural. It's just a, a choice. Eric, um, Eric Lavelle well, said, I just don't understand why people care so much. And I totally agree. I just, yeah. like, I picked, I know why people care. And I, I will tell, I will, I will go down saying this, but I know why people care. They care because they start thinking about it. Yes. And then they start to get a tingle in their pants and then they're grossed out. And that's it. <laughs> that's the end of it. It is that they are either secretly curious or secretly bi or secretly homosexual and yes. they're scared by it. And so they behave outwardly as though they're the most disgusted by it. Yes, because exactly. then maybe other people won't see that they're the ones who are actually gay. How many times do we find out that anti-gay cam cam campaigners are actually gay themselves? Yeah. A lot. Yes. Yeah. But basically, if if a person isn't trying to put their sex bits on your sex bits, then their sex bits are none of your business. Yeah. <laughs> I think I, I explained that to my son the other day. <laughs> <laughs> um, Straudarian said... Um, Donovan, it sounds like one third of the Australian people need to grow up. Yeah, on that issue, overall, a lot more than one third of Australian people need to grow up. Yeah, oh. I don't understand why people care about. I just don't. I don't get it. Like, uh, there was this. 
There was this article the other day that I read. This lady had called the police or the bylaw unit of Penticton on this kid who had his bas basketball hoop out on the street. Uh, I saw that. Yeah. And yeah. he, it's because, like, it's very hilly here. And, like, yeah. a lot of people's driveways are, like, steep or whatever. And so the only flat part you can get is by putting it on the street. And she complained about it. And the police came and, and everything. And, um, like, what, what kind of a life are you living where you have not only the time to be concerned about that or to notice that, but the time to call the police and have that be priority number one yeah. at some yeah. moment in your life? Not, yeah. not feeding your kids, not doing your laundry, not going to work or fixing your car or anything. Like, who has that fucking kind of time? Like, we had to wait, what, almost two months to do this goddamn podcast yeah. because we don't have enough yeah. time. Like, who has that time? I don't understand it. I could, you know, maybe if they're living in some rich neighborhood with a bunch of privileged housewives, I get it, but they weren't. Yep. They were in some blue-collar neighborhood of Penticton. I just I don't understand. <laughs> who has the time to worry about what who other people cares? are doing? Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Um, if the kids throwing the ball through their windows every second day, you know, sure. Yeah. But you know, have a talk to his parents yeah. first. But yeah, I read that article too, and like the hoop's been there for years, apparently. But it's only now she's decided to complain. Yeah. Yeah. In other words, uh, she had a bad day. Yeah. And maybe give her the benefit of the doubt. Maybe she did. She had a shit day at work and everyone was picking on her or something she's come on oh, there's a fucking kid playing ball yeah <laughs> yeah but then you still have to like like i i just can't imagine a day where even when neighbors are doing stuff that is actually annoying me and yeah. and like like we have these neighbors who just sit outside on their balcony and smoke pot 24 7 and i don't have a problem with people <laughs> who smoke pot, but they do it constantly. And then like when, when it gets warm, like it's warm today, we have all our windows open and it just ah, like, yes. floats in our that house thing. and that's all we can smell. And it drives me crazy, but I still would not complain <laughs> yeah. about them. I would go to their door and I would say, do you mind like smoking somewhere else every once in a while? <laughs> so you yeah. get a break. Yeah. Um, but I wouldn't do that. I just wouldn't do that. But that like, it totally relates to the whole like, like homosexual thing because it's just it's honestly it's just people who have way too much time on their hands they don't mm. have things filling their lives with other stuff that they have to worry about what total strangers are doing and i don't i just don't understand that it yeah. doesn't compute in my endless laundry world <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i guess what we've learned there is that people are very interested in other people's business even though it doesn't affect them whatsoever yeah yes another thing i've learned this i just remembered i wanted to bring up is that ex vocal atheists really fucking hate vocal atheists yeah like i've yeah like a few people who back in the early days of of twitter who i followed and they followed me and stuff and it's all atheists, atheists. and then you know they decide well i'm not going to do that anymore which is fine like you know Mm -hmm. I wouldn't expect anyone to tweet about the same thing forever. 
but then suddenly they're turning on vocal atheists going you know all they say is god isn't real and what do they offer and you know who do they think they are and and then they start themselves defending religion and stuff and saying well, yeah. and it's like hang on a minute <laughs> you you were very happy to grow all your followers and and say all this stuff to begin with but now that you've moved on um it's not good enough for anyone to do and i and um, you know what you know what the, you know what the reason is i'll tell you the reason for that too i know the reason for that too <laughs> yes <laughs> the reason is and if you dig on anyone who has that attitude if you dig you find out that somewhere along the line they had a falling out and that's what caused them to leave the online atheist community they had yeah. some kind of a falling out or of the cancelled culture there was some kind of stressful controversy or something like that to do with yep. whatever they do online and that's why they decided to remove themselves from the community and so it's just that bitterness from that that they yep. now put on all of us and they <laughs> yes. can't just you know they can't see us as individuals we're all just one big giant wave coming at them full of hatred and discomfort and yeah. it's just there's it's a complete lack of reason people like that just have a complete and utter lack of reason they can't like they they see the same face on every single one of us <laughs> yeah and you, you know what they never do they never close their account no and because they and gotta start keep their again. eyes on it yeah yeah and they've got to keep the followers you know i gained all these followers you know a couple of thousand few thousand followers however many tweeting about atheism and i hate that shit now but i've got i've got to keep the number i've got to keep the people here so oh, just you, you know, know the thing is though is that i like i've rage quit before like i wrote about it with the the addiction counseling place that i yep. used to work at and how like every like everything just went wrong i i didn't just write about i did a video about it and um if you look through my videos my recent videos you'll see that story there but basically what happened was a whole bunch of horrible stuff just kind of added on top one on top of the other and i ended up rage quitting but i said in that in that video that i really loved that job like it was very fulfilling yeah. But I couldn't stand by and deal with these things anymore. Anyways, you know, when I, I had to stop being friends with the people who worked there because they would post about it on Facebook and it would make me feel crappy, right? Because yeah. I miss working there and I miss working with them and I miss feeling that feeling that they were still feeling of being able to help people and stuff like that. And so I... I imagine it's similar when you rage quit the atheist yeah. community and then you come back and you see everybody's having fun without yeah. you. <laughs> it's like you feel kind of crappy yeah. and some people choose to walk away like I did. I chose to walk away and some people choose to just get mouthy about it and mm, lump us mad. all together. And, yeah. Bitter. Bitter. Just, I mean, I can't. Yeah. I think as I've matured and yes, I have matured a little bit. <laughs> Though some may disagree. Oh, just quickly, I want to say um, someone asked if, if um, weed is legal in Australia. It is legal. Um, medicinal marijuana is legal. Um, but, you know, just generally it is not. Um, I have a friend whose mum has MS. And so her mum is allowed to use medicinal marijuana. 
but can't get anywhere to get it. So my friend gets it for her mum and she lives a fair way away. It's not like she's not in the neighbourhood. And so my friend drives it to her illegally, but as soon as she puts it in her mum's hand, it's legal again. <laughs> so, so that's Oh, that's weird. It's totally yeah. legal here. Yeah. You my like my mum grows it in her front yard. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody grows it. We actually had a we had a strata meeting here in our little complex about it. And like yep. we're not allowed to grow it here just because the um strata company hasn't outlined its policy on it yet because it's yep. also new. But I I uh actually we have friends whose dad has like a six thousand plant operation in the lower mainland and okay. it's all legal. Of course it wasn't always, but No. No, not always. Um, yes, yeah, so if you if you're a, a former vocal atheist who now ho hates vocal atheists, give up the followers you gained being a vocal atheist and start again. I mean, if you truly hate it, you you don't want those people following you, right? Anyway, yeah. it's a weird a weird thing to to hate so much something that you used to enjoy so much. I mean, I get it; people change, and I understand that. Yeah, but. Just the the bitterness, like oh, that's what I was going to say. I um, I, I um, I just don't have time for bitter anymore. I don't have time for hate, and um, it's just like it. It's so obvious to say it, but when I'm enjoying things, I'm so much happier. But when I'm hating things, I don't like yeah. it. It's you yeah. know, you feel angry and you feel yuck, and you know, your your heart. It doesn't feel yeah. right and go, rawr, rawr, rawr. and it's yeah, like, well, yeah. hang on a minute, who cares? You know, yeah. so that's that's actually one of the things that I've learned is that, like, as much as arguing with theists doesn't really like it doesn't get to me to the point where I like log off and that's all I think about for the rest of the day or anything like that. But I'll notice that sometimes in the moment, if I engage with like a particularly nasty theist who's saying things, and then like one of my family members comes and tries to interrupt me as I'm replying, like yeah. I'll be like, no, uh, yeah. just give me a sec. You know, like I'm, I'm not mean or rude or angry or anything like that. I'm just very short with them. And yes, yeah. And then so I've realized like I've just got to not engage with people like that and just yeah. engage with the people who want to talk for real. You know, yes, and Agreed. like sometimes I'll comment on things, I'll quote tweet something silly that somebody has said, but that's more to get the people who are watching involved in the conversation. I'm hoping that they'll, you know, talk to this person that they'll have more patience than me, and but I don't yeah. want to get into those nitty gritty arguments with people who are really hateful anymore because they just. Like you can feel it. You you're right. Like you can feel your chemistry in your body changing, right? Yes. Yep. And yeah, I just I don't need that. Life is short. I don't need that anymore. Yeah. So it hasn't happened for me for a long time, but yeah, I remember once my fiance saying she was talking to me about something, and I was distracted. And she goes, "Are you arguing on Twitter?" And I said, "Yeah, yeah. why?" And she goes, "I can just tell by how you're talking to me." Yeah. And like you said. <laughs> You're not you're not telling them to get stuffed or anything like you, you know you yeah it's just more you you clipped and you're a bit short and you know you're not looking up yeah. as like yep <laughs> but yeah now like I used to have you know 
arguments that not not non-stop but would last days and you'd just keep going back and back but yeah, now i just yeah. cannot be bothered and no. you know what i'm not going to tell anyone else who wants to do that not to i no. just find for me it doesn't work much anymore but i still like i like pointing out stupid stuff that i see said like you i'll i'll quite yeah. tweet people who who say things that are like the other day some woman tweeted that all atheists are secretly Satanists and we've got an agenda to take over or something. And so I just quote tweeted that. How the hell that did with, you out? Well, that's why I, I said, hey, everyone, <laughs> we've got to change tactic. She's on to us. <laughs> Which one of you leaked it? Yeah, exactly. God, we're <laughs> going to have to have an atheist Satanist meeting. <laughs> the atheist training center. Did you see that meme? <laughs> no. <laughs> It's just silly. Anyway. Yeah, it's like a big meeting. Bob, yeah. Bob, did did you tell that woman that we were all trying to take over a Satanist? Yes. Why? I don't know. I just I had a moment. <laughs> Bob, we've been through this. You're out. You've got to believe in God now. You you're you're not part of the atheist club anymore. Yeah. Oh, I wonder anyway. if So that's one thing I've learned as well is stop wasting time on on people who um who don't deserve it oh, yeah. yusuf odea yeah. says oh, guys it might have been me i was drunk and told this woman in a bar <laughs> well look you know if it was leak trying to get a bit of a special cuddle out of a lovely lady then i can probably forgive that in the pursuit of love in the pursuit of love yes <laughs> yeah um I, rem I remember tweeting once to somebody um, and they they knew who I was. Like they'd obviously come across me previously, but, you know, if I'd spoken to them, I didn't remember. And they were saying, you know, that I was this self-righteous, arrogant atheist, blah, 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 blah. I said, mate, within 10 minutes of me logging off, I'm going to forget you existed. Now, obviously, I still remember he exists because I'm telling this story. So probably yeah. not 100% true. But I could not for the world tell you his name or what he looked like or anything or pretty much anything else we said. Um, yeah, you're going to forget. I'm going to forget you exist, but you're going to remember me for a long, long time. And then I tweeted, like, thinking about that on top of that, that, um, you know, I love it when I leave a conversation knowing that I will forget about this person almost instantly, yet I will live rent-free in their head for ages. And Matt Dillahunty replied, and he said, this is so spot on, this is exactly me, and I love you for saying it. And I, yes. <laughs> and the, the way it sums up for me um Ricky Gervais said it recently in a um a sixty minutes interview. Oh yes, I was going to say you've got to be careful because the Rickies are multiplying and they're coming. <laughs> they're gonna look. He's trying to eat you. Multiple Rickies, and they, yeah, they will get you. So look at <laughs> yeah. Seriously, I shouldn't say this on on live, but you you should paint like two more for our next episode and and like. Progressively move like them replace, closer. Replace <laughs> yeah. the four horses. <laughs> Just one by one. 
pitch turns into Ricky than Sam Harris. Um, <laughs> wow, I distracted myself. So that's good. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember what I was going to say. You were oh, talking yeah, Ricky. about living rent free in somebody's house. Yeah, and then and, he said. Um, so the the interviewer Charles Woolley from um, Sixty Minutes Australia, they were talking about Twitter, and they he said to Ricky, "What do you, what do you think about Twitter trolls? Like, do they do they get to you?" And he said, "No, of course not." And he said, "Why not?" And he goes, "They're the equivalent of walking down the street and being yelled at by someone who lives in a bin." And I thought yeah. that is <laughs> that is perfect. Yeah, yeah. Like. That there is there is no way if I'm walking down the street and someone living in a bin yelled, "Hey, idiot!" And I go, "Mate, you live in a bin." <laughs> I mean, you know. So yeah, so I, I've really taken that on board as well, and just it, it, yeah, that that's my attitude now to people like that. Yeah, I don't care. I, I have, I have so many other better things to do than worrying about people who live in bins. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's a lot of, like, super bitter people on the intertubes, especially in our little corner. And actually, I was talking to uh, my husband the other day about this. He brought it up because there was some controversy going on with his hockey team. And uh, oh. he just said, like, oh, my God, like, Twitter is this. He said it was the cesspool of the Internet. And I said, well, not necessarily. It depends on how you, like, curate your own feeds. But um, but it can be for sure. And if you're not, like, for me, I just ignore the people who are particularly gross. Or I'll use them as an example when I'm arguing a point or something like that, like I'll yep. quote tweet them and point out something that they said and I will, you know, give them my take on it. And, but I've like lately I've taken to just always doing that nicely, regardless of their tone. Right. Because that's just who I want to be on the internet. I don't want, cause like you have to remember that sometimes people come across just one of your tweets, right? Yeah. They don't see right. all yeah. of your tweets. They don't see your blogs. They don't see your, YouTube videos or your podcasts or anything like that. They just see the one tweet. And so it's really important to me that most of my tweets are like you get the sense from me that I am calm, yep. reasonable, and kind. And I don't, it doesn't always work. Like there are some nasty <laughs> tweets out there with yes. my name on them. <laughs> but that's it's just really important to me and um you know if other people want to stress over what happens on twitter and i just you know if, if that's what you want i don't know why that's what you would want but if that's what you want go ahead that's just not for me yeah and and you've said it before too that um in in a conversation with a theist, when they're calling you names and getting angry and, you know, telling you you're going to be smited or whatever, and you're just being calm, rational, lovely Courtney back to them, someone comes across that conversation down the, tr the track and, and you're glowing and, and you are the person who looks like the calm, rational person in face of this insanity being hurled at you. And it's just a win. It's And it's always going to be a win. Yeah. 
And you, you know what? That goes back to the like bitter ex outspoken atheist or whatever. In that there's still like everybody still knows that they're atheists because usually they have something about it still on their profile or something like that. Yeah. But you're still representing us. And like, if you're just going to be this bitter, bitter person, it just like, it, it bothers me because they like people are coming across their account. Yeah. They're like, Oh yeah. Typical atheist, you know? And it's just, yeah. I just, I don't understand why anybody wants that. I don't know mm. why anybody wants people to see that about atheists. Cause there's so many of us that are great and mm -hmm. nice and friendly. Like and, and not only that, you're representing yourself. Yeah. Like I've met a lot of people in my 46 years and a month and a few days. And I, I don't, I don't recall meeting anyone who, if you ask them, how would you like to be described? Oh, you know, bitter. <laughs> like yeah. no one says that. Bitter and, and sort of, you know, resentful and holding a grudge. Yeah, that's yeah. me. No. <laughs> yeah. You know, how do you want to be thought of? Oh, you know, happy, kind, you know, that kind of funny. Yeah, a mind yeah, so, opener. Yes. Or a that's what I opener. want. <laughs> like I like being <laughs> Sorry, I forgot I wasn't in my work office for a second. <laughs> oh my, my god. In my work office. Um because we work in a warehouse, but our computers are in a little office and because we've got to go back and forth and keep track of stock and everything. And there's two guys of which I am half of them and one lady and we're just filthy like and it's an understanding like it's not you know no one is ever going to leave the office and talk to the bosses and say oh my god I'm so offended they said such and such but seriously if if our office ever gets bugged we are all fired like yeah. <laughs> it's just but you know we all get along and it's very funny and you know, we often get visits from the assembly floor, like people will come in, you know, needing various things. And we just have to be careful that, because we can't see them coming because there's a wall and then the door. And so, yeah, every now and then, you know, we're cracking up or we've said something and then someone peers at the door and we just think, holy crap, I hope they didn't hear that. <laughs> so, yeah, being a mind opener and being a legs opener. Um, <laughs> yes, I forgot I wasn't at work for a second. <laughs> Or a beer opener. Uh, so Yusuf asked uh, asked us both. He said, "Question to Mr. Oz and Godless Mom: Would you go back and clean your Twitter from angry, insulting tweets?" I'm asking because I'm 100% convinced by your outlook, and I will change the way I am online. Well, first of all, that's awesome that you are willing to change. That's like. And that's the greatest thing about like reasonable rational atheists is that they're willing to grow and change and learn and adopt new information and that's what this whole episode is about. Um, but as far as me, no, I don't really delete tweets unless unless it's like something that I was horrendously incorrect about and leaving that tweet out there could hurt somebody. Um, I would own it um, anyways, but I'd delete it. But outside of that I don't I just don't delete tweets I just I am who I am I make no apologies for it and if somebody doesn't like me they don't like me that you know yeah. who I was in the past is just as much who I am now and in fact 
the godless mom account that I use on Twitter. It's going to make like all of you go back and search, but um, <laughs> <laughs> the, the account that I use now is my old, it, it used to be uh, an account that I used for anti-death penalty activism and prison issues activism. And, um, and then before that, it was just like my main personal account. And that was back when Twitter started. And there was like tweets out there that were just like drinking tea. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I did yeah. not delete any of those. And they're all still out there. I think there's even some out there that are promoting my mom's natural remedies blog, which back <laughs> then, back then it was not the stuff she's pushing today. It was more like take oil of oregano if you have a cold, stuff like that. So back then it wasn't so bad, but yeah. If you want to fish through that stuff, go ahead. I'll answer to anything. I don't care. Yeah. I deleted um, thousands of tweets years ago accidentally. So I found this program because I wanted to delete certain tweets, like just a select few, but I, I couldn't find them. Um, I can't even remember now. I think I, I um, tweeted to somebody that I, I would I decided I'd, I'd rather not have. Um, so I found this program that you could put in the keyword and it would go through your Twitter history between certain dates and delete any tweet with the, that keyword in it. But what I didn't know, and I should have tested it first, was that it didn't work. So it only deleted every tweet between those two dates. Mm. So... Um, yeah, so th there are a lot of my, I think, I think it was from first up until a point. I don't think it was a, a middle bit, um, missing, but no, I don't go, I, I don't go back and delete tweets, um, unless I've said something like you wrong that, that might be, be hurtful, but if I've just been factually wrong, um, which don't tell anyone, but does happen sometimes. <laughs> um i'll just correct that tweet under it or above it um like I, even the other day I, I said you know you have to be 18 to get your driver's license in australia but that's victoria in new south wales western australia you can get it younger so and uh, i think queensland so i just said oh, i you know it was set, set 18 here but so yeah anything factual like that i wouldn't bother deleting i'd, I'd just correct it um and the, the ones that I've, I've mentioned from my um, from my personal account or my non-atheist account where I abused the hell out of that person at the end of the grand final last year, like I deleted them before like I'd heard anything back from them. Like I, I decided myself, actually, I don't want to have said that to this person mm -hmm. and deleted them. But as I said, someone decided you know, they'd take screenshots and abuse me for it anyway, even after they were deleted, which I find odd. Like, you know, having like, – it, it'd be like if you if you said something in a speech and then during that same speech retracted what you said and said, no, sorry, I didn't mean that or I've said that wrong or I, no, I take that back, and then people still having a go at you for having said it. And it's like, no, no. I've deleted it. I've I've taken it back. You, you know you and yeah. So uh, yeah, if I uh, get if if I regret something instantly, you know I'd probably delete it. But mm -hmm. as far as going back into my Twitter history 
and and looking for stuff I, I would rather have not said. I, I wouldn't bother doing that. And to Yusuf's comments, because he has said he was a bit of a, a bully um, to some Muslim people, um, I, I, I wouldn't bother deleting it and I wouldn't even bother um, bringing it up to anyone. But if anyone were to find it and to question you about it and say, hey, but you said this, I would just say, yeah, at the time I did say that, I regret saying it now and I wish I hadn't, and that certainly doesn't reflect the views that I have today. And if they want to keep pressing you on the issue, I would just say, look, you're you're arguing against things that I don't think. Yeah, maybe I did in the past, but I don't now, and that's pointless. You may as well be arguing me, arguing with me about saying that the sky isn't blue because I don't think that. And you know, you may have thought something in the past that you don't now, or you may have behaved away in the past that you regret. Um, but if someone wants to argue with you about that, just tell them they're barking up the wrong tree because you don't think that anymore, and it's now a non-issue. Yeah, I actually have um, a personal blog uh, that I started after, um, or like around the MySpace time, you know? Because mm -hmm. you got to remember, I was an internet nerd before anybody had the internet. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I, was, I was logging into bulletin board systems before there was even, like, a yeah. common internet that we all yeah. had. I'm, like, all out, like, OG internet user here. So I've had many, many different spaces on the internet. Yeah. And one of them was a just a personal blog. And like I've changed my mind from a lot of the things that I thought back then, but I it's still up there. And you know, I'm sure anybody could find it with a little searching. It's probably mm. pretty funny. <laughs> I was a pretentious asshole in my twenties. <laughs> But it's, it, you know what, I think, like, I'm in my 40s now, and it's just, it gets to the point where, like, this is just who I am, and as I grow, like, I leave parts of me be behind, or parts of me change and morph, and I, that's, it happens to everybody, and it's not anything to be ashamed of, it's not something we need to hide, but ultimately, it's up to you, because you're the one who has to be comfortable with other people knowing that about you. And yeah. I can't tell you whether or not you're going to be comfortable with that. But I can say that I've seen before this happen before to people. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm just getting like a million texts. Yeah. <laughs> the, I've seen people before, like where they delete something and it, makes everybody curious what was deleted and that causes almost a bigger problem than if you had just left it and said yeah i said that i'm not proud of it but i did yeah. and this is how i've grown and then it's also a conversation starter it's a way to you know talk about change and growth and it can be inspiring to other people yeah, yeah. and how it happened and why you you grew yeah so that's what i would do yusuf Leave it there and, yeah, if people question you. I just wanted to read um, this from Stroudarian. Um, he said, youth ages, immaturity is outgrown. Ignorance can be educated and drunkenness sobered, but stupid lasts forever. Willful ignorance is intolerable. I really like that. That's, yeah. that's great. Mm -hmm.
Um, and Peter, Peter commented and said, if you haven't changed your views on anything, then you have stagnated and never learned anything new. This is something to be proud of, not ashamed of. Exactly. That's a perfect way to say it. Yes. Like, yep. it's something that I am proud of. The fact that I don't, I don't like there was, when I first started tweeting on Twitter, I would say stuff like, Oh, you believe in the magic sky fairy or, you know, religious people are stupid. There was actually one time when I let a friend of mine guest post, on my blog, making the claim that religious people are mentally ill. Now, I didn't share that um, viewpoint. I didn't agree with mm. him. I sh I let him guest blog because a he was a friend of mine, and b I thought it would start a conversation, um, yeah. and I thought we could all handle a rational conversation. But I deleted that because I do not agree with that, and I would never say that. No, I would never let that yeah. post. Be posted on my blog now so there are different ways that i've changed and yeah proud of it i'm proud of the fact that i changed and i'm proud of the yeah. fact that i have an open mind and i'm willing to look at new information and you know learn why i should hate tommy robinson <laughs> <laughs> i've changed my mind not just like changed it but like being like to vocally against what I used to think. Like, I used to be in favor of the death penalty and obviously now I'm not. And I wasn't. And even before I read your magnificent series, but I've directed several people to that series that you wrote on the death penalty. Um, uh, obviously a very, very long time ago, I re remember um, saying something along the lines of, yeah, it's, Gay people should be allowed to be together in a union, but just don't call it marriage. Like I don't know why. Like I, I completely disagree with that now, and I don't even know why I thought. I'm not sure if I was still religious at the time, but maybe it was a, a um, you know, a hangover from that, perhaps. But like I said, I mean, this is more than a decade ago, and yeah. I remember not, not caring about um, heroin overdoses, which were. There was a bit of an epidemic in Melbourne at the time, and I remember thinking, well, who cares? You know, it's just, you know, a heroin addict that's not around anymore. And, mm -hmm. you know, I, if someone said that to me now, I would be flabbergasted. I'd be shocked that someone could think like that yeah. because it's not a heroin addict. It's a person, yeah. you know. But, again, that's just, a, again, a view that I had many, many years ago. But, yeah, like Peter said, if you can't learn to think, if you can't learn to assess and reassess your ideas and your thoughts and come up with new ways of looking at things, then you, you basically you've still got the mind of a, a teenager or a child. Yeah. Yeah. If you can't, if you honestly can't look at your personal views right now and look back at a time where they were different in some way, then you're not doing a whole lot of growing, which means you're not doing a whole lot of listening yep. or absorbing new information. And that should be a huge concern for you um, because everybody needs to grow and learn and yeah. listen and adapt and incorporate new information. Yes. And the other thing is if you still do hold a view that you, you've held for a long time, you can grow in as much as knowing more about why you hold that view. Like, for example, you know, I've accepted that evolution 
happens for a very long time. But I know so much more about it now than yeah. I used to. And you can still, you can educate, you can listen and grow and still hold the same opinion. But yeah. you should still be learning and, and yeah, growing as a person and, and getting more information to back up why you think the way you do. Because that, yeah, that can come like, out of a reassessment as well. I mean, more like the spectrum of all of your opinions. If all of them are still the same yes. as they were 10 years ago, then there's a problem. Yeah. You need to open your brain. Yes. <laughs> Hear somebody. I have, uh, yeah, there are, I've spent some time with some extremely, extremely intellectually stubborn people. Yeah. Recently, and <laughs> like, I just can't. I do not understand how you can live that way. Like just the way that they talk to you. It's like, no, I'm right. You have no information to offer me that would change my mind ever. Mm, and yeah. I just, I can't, I'm just like, okay, whatever. Yeah. That's it. That's so the end right of the conversation. No point yeah. talking. Um, Brian Stevens says, main trick to managing the negative is to relegate the importance factor down for that and up for the positive, but getting the negative entirely gone is also not good. Yes, I, I guess so. Being aware of the negative or or thinking along those lines, I guess it makes you reassess the positive and how to better grow the positives. Yeah, so I, I think maybe that's what he means there. Well, I think you also like like a lot of the things that people. I don't think people realize is that you and I do this as a hobby and it's for fun and it's our spare time. Like we're not yeah. like, I, I mean, I get paid to write Patheos, but I don't get paid to tweet. And <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I, I don't get paid to like comment on stuff on Instagram and stuff like that. So the, the, the conversations that we're having on Twitter and everywhere else on the internet are just, in our free time, they, they are things that we're choosing to do. And I think the older you get, the more, well, two things happen the older you get. First is the less free time you have. <laughs> yes. And second is like the more you realize that time is finite and your life is not going to last forever. And you need to fill those little gaps of free time with the things that are positive and full of light, you know, and, and I've learned this with like the people that I spend my time with, like I have had friends my whole entire life that have just been nothing but straight up drama. And I find myself just pulling away from those people. And yeah. it's like subconscious, I pull away from those people. And then I have, you know, other friends who are just bright and happy and just pumped about everything they talk about. And they're not, you know, you know, like, you know, when you see on Facebook all the people saying, I don't watch Game of Thrones. It's just like oh. out of the blue. They're just like, yeah. I don't watch Game Am of Thrones. Am I the only well, person who's never seen Game of Thrones? No, yeah. fuck, you're not. But no one cares. Yeah. Like, I don't watch Paw Patrol, but I don't fucking post about it. So, like, but anyways, <laughs> there's, you know, I just it's not when you're around people who are just so not like that they don't they're not like contrarians they're not argumentative they like to talk and they like to talk about controversial things but it's not like a constant butting heads it's not drama it's not like you have you ever had a friend where every time you go to the restaurant that there's something wrong 
you know? <laughs> They've always yes. got to be complaining about the food, the drink, the service, something like that. Or like yeah. you can tell that look in their eye starts to grow and you're like, you know what's coming. They're going to say, I want to talk to a manager, you know? <laughs> like those types of people I just find I have less and less time for. And it's the people who celebrate the things that they love and they they're so excited about the things that they love and it doesn't matter what it is if it's hockey or if it's the new avengers film or if it's game of thrones it doesn't matter what it is if they're just pumped about something it's just so much more fun to be around those people and you walk away smiling yep. and feeling good and yeah. i just feel like that's how i need to be spending my free yeah. time in. Their enthusiasm and and happiness is infectious towards yeah. you. And, yeah. yeah, like yeah, you don't necessarily have to love the thing they do, but you you're happier because you're enjoying their enjoyment. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. But so yeah, definitely surround yourself with the people who make your life better and ditch the people who don't. Yeah, because you only get one. We're atheists. Yep. Let's face it. Yep. Exactly. Right. Anyway. We're over time. Over. I know. Yes. But you know what? We missed a few, so. Yeah. You know what? Every 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 topic we come up with without fail, I think, okay, but really, how are we going to fill an hour with that? <laughs> it, I don't know why I keep thinking it because it's never a problem. Like well, we've, yeah. we've never got to half pass and gone, so the weather's <laughs> nice. Well, it's because, like, well, we're friends and we don't get to yeah. talk that often. But even when we did get to talk often, we would still like, you know, oh, I guess I should go, <laughs> you know, like yeah. it's just yeah. fun. Good You're one of those people life. who's positive and bright <laughs> and, you know, I walk away feeling good after. Yes. And good luck to our, our watchers if we ever end up in the, in the same spot with alcohol. Because. Oh, <laughs> We're gonna just waffle. I mean, that'll be a four-hour podcast without question. Yeah. yeah, that'll be funny too. Oh my gosh! But oh, anyway, I think we've discussed very well what we've learned and how we've improved and grown. And yes, I, I think it, I think it's good. I think that's why I love spending so much time with you or time with you and talking to you because we we share similar views and I think we've even grown in similar ways and. You you are exactly the type of person that you know I want to surround myself with, and that's my advice to everyone: surround yourself with the people you love being around, and mm -hmm. yeah, learn to grow and love and be kind and remove all the bitterness and hatefulness and yuck in your life because you don't benefit from that. Yeah, exactly. Yes. So two things mm -hmm. before we go, just on a side note. Um, Guy I work with is a bit of a th amateur thespian and um, has friends who do, you know, make little films and whatnot. And he's got this idea for a film and he wants me to be in it. Or not a film, a fake trailer. I love watching fake trailers, actually. I think they're, they're pretty cool. Well, well done. Mm -hmm. So, yes, he wants me to be in his fake trailer. So <laughs> that'll be coming up soon. And where I am in this room at the moment, there's a window directly behind here. And on the windowsill is a photo of my daughter when she was much younger. Check that out. Aww. Isn't she a cutie? Yeah. I mean, she's, she's still cute. But those were the days. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, so that's about it. Today I'm off to the football, MCG, Australian Rules Football. It's a bit um, wet today, but we're playing our arch rival, Carlton. Uh, we're second from the top on the ladder and they are second from the bottom. So I'm, I'm really hope we smash them and should be about maybe sixty to 70,000 people there, which is not a bad crowd, not huge, but not bad. Yeah. And then tomorrow is Mother's Day here. So with my mum no longer with us, a bit of quiet reflection. Um, there's a push here at the moment, like some school has renamed Mother's Day to Appreciation Day and some journalist wrote about how she hates Mother's Day, not Mother's, just Mother's Day. And, and again, it's just misery. I stop it. Yeah. I like Mother's Day. If you don't, don't do it. We have it on Sunday too. Um, oh, Peter asked, when will we be able to purchase your book? I'm hoping really soon. <laughs> like, I'm hoping. I'm seven and a half chapters finished out of 14 chapters. So okay. more than halfway. But I don't get a whole lot of straight time. And, and if you do any writing at all, you know that you, like, if you get constant interruptions, it sucks. So yes. That's my big struggle right now. But I'm hoping maybe by the end of the summer, although now that I think about it, my son will be home for the summer. So <laughs> we, we, we shall see sometime this year. Well, I will keep pushing you. I'll keep saying, hey, you're writing that book. <laughs> Things like that. We'll get it done. Um, All right. Thanks, everyone, for watching. I hope you enjoyed what we had to say today. Um, if you want to, you can follow me on Twitter at Mr. Oz Atheist, Facebook, facebook.com slash Mr. Oz Atheist. I should have chosen a name I could actually say. That would have been handy. You can follow us on Facebook at Common Heathens, <laughs> facebook.com slash Common Heathens, uh, Godless Mum on Twitter at Godless underscore M-O-M, and on Facebook at Godless Mum, Instagram, Godless Mum, and you write for Patheos. Um, and if you want to support us uh, financially and help us pay for SoundCloud and all the bits and pieces, you're welcome to do so, and you can do so at patreon.com slash commonheathens. Um, and I think you can, like, um, donate money through YouTube. Um, what's that called? Something? Can't remember. Super Chat. But that's, super that's chat. only while it's going. So Yeah, that's only why it's going. So if you're in the chat. So think, we'll mention that at the beginning next time. Yeah. That might be better. <laughs> uh, and that's about it. Until next time, which may be in a fortnight, it may be in four months, it may be next week. We don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Here's hoping it'll be in two weeks. Yes. If we, if we were a ruler like a, a, of a kingdom in the past, we would be common heathens the irregular. Yeah. <laughs> more more so sounds bad. like a toilet issue, doesn't it? <laughs> Yeah, maybe the random would be better. <laughs> the irregular. Well, have you seen a doctor? Look. <laughs> Common heathens, the random. We will see you next oh, time. Lord. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you. Bye.